You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to the Take Him With You podcast, episode number 280 for July 20th, 2014. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Did you know that 30 years ago, around this time, Mm -hmm. I saw that band in concert. I was in high school. I was a junior in high Well, just becoming a senior, I think. Was it the summer? Like after your junior year? It was summertime. Yeah, you went up here. Oh, sorry. I was was turning to face you, so (laughs) I turned away from the mic. Yeah. Yeah. So you were like, you just finished your junior year and we're going into your senior year yeah and i got to see journey in concert now the funny part about that is i'm i'm having my 30th year reunion mm-hmm. of uh classmates coming up next weekend so it must have been 31 years ago that you went and saw journey or uh, almost no it was the summer in by okay. my, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was it was it was we went back to school so it must have been the summer of my junior year going into my senior year so yeah, approximately 30 around. years ago maybe 31 30, 31 somewhere around there all i know is that it was a long time ago and it was the loudest concert i'd ever been to in my entire Which, life that's something we need to look at make sure we get pack. our earplugs huh yeah we need to find those little old fogies. twisty We're... earplugs well we value our hearing you know when we get a little older we want to hear for a few more years well i had a little <laughs> a little rough experience here a couple of years ago my friend invited me to go to a striper concert with him up in seattle at a mm-hmm. little club on the waterfront and it was a way little club. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. any idea it was going to be so little. But we got to meet the guys in the band. And Striper's pretty cool. I've always liked them. And uh, we went to the concert, and they cranked up and started. The, the warm-up band came on, and uh, and my uh, I thought that the speakers were broken in the, in the club because it was rattling. Mm-hmm. And by the time Striper came on, it was rattling so hard that I could not figure out. I'm thinking, man, somebody should fix that. It was my ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it took quite a while for you to get your total hearing back. Yeah, it was really, my right ear was really messed up for a while uh, because it was so loud. Mm-hmm. And I never even thought about it. You know, and a lot of people that are in rock and roll and stuff like that in bands, they actually wear earplugs when they perform even. I mean, they have it all controlled, but there's, you know, a lot of people wear earplugs now because they have to mm-hmm. save their ears to be able to hear later. Yeah. That's a good idea. But it was, but but back in the day, they were uh, Journey. Brian Adams were in the Tacoma Dome. Oh, I bet Brian Adams was a good concert too. Yeah, it. I would have liked it. I liked Brian Adams, but I was really into Journey. So, mm-hmm. but it was the loudest thing I've ever seen in my or heard in my life. I'm serious. But I just was like the Tacoma Dome is really loud because we talked about this yesterday. I went to see Jonas Brothers with Catherine a few years ago. Uh huh. And it was at the Tacoma Dome. And, you know, it's like all cement and metal. And, you know, it, it's not 
really great for sound. It bounces off and and so I wisely, because I went to so many concerts with you through the years with our youth groups and such, I wisely took earplugs and put them in. And, you know, just those little squishy ones, nothing, you know, that the anyone squishy would really ones. notice, but mm-hmm. just the little squishy ones you put in there, mm-hmm. little foamy things. And I could hear the concert just great. And then afterwards, I took them out and went... And everybody else I went with, their ears were buzzing, and they couldn't hear, and right. and um, I heard great. <laughs> so, and it didn't kill your ears. And it didn't kill my ears. And well, I think the main thing at those kind of concerts isn't necessarily the band. It's the screaming the girls. Thousands and thousands. There's like 10,000 screaming girls at that concert. Yeah. So the, it was a really good idea to bring earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that Journey will have a lot of screaming little girls at it, but no, but a screaming old girls. <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to scream? I'm not a girl. Oh. <laughs> I, are you going to? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're so old that um, <laughs> when I we actually made the decision. Okay, so the 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 price of the tickets was kind of expensive, but here's yeah. here's the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Long ago, um, I really thought it would be so cool. What, okay, I watched this documentary, mm-hmm. and it was called Don't Stop Believing Every Man's Journey. Mm-hmm. And it was about how Journey found, we, well, we'll talk about this later, mm-hmm. about how Journey found their new lead singer because Steve Perry, the guy that was with them for many years and had all the hits with him, wasn't with them anymore. And so they searched all over to find this guy, and it's about how they found him. Mm-hmm. And then they went on tour with him, and they, you kind of get to know the band and the and um, their new lead singer's family and stuff. It's just a really cool documentary. And when I watched it, I went, oh, I got to see these guys again. I wonder where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up on the internet, and actually, a friend of ours. No, no, I'm not posted. What? No, wait. Okay, wait, I'm not. Am done. I getting ahead of? You are getting ahead okay. of me. My story. Okay, go ahead. You can share your own story. Okay, so I'm looking on the internet. Where are they going to be in concert? Because I'm figured, well, we could drive to Seattle and see them. That'd be cool. And I looked and looked and looked. No, nothing in the Pacific Northwest, anywhere. Not even. Projected in the like next a, couple of years. A year ago or so, or I don't remember. All, all I know is they weren't going to be anywhere, and I was really kind of sad because I thought, well, before I kick the bucket, kind of like to see them again now that they're reviving their band and everybody's going to see them and they're filling stadiums and stuff. I thought that'd be cool just to see them one more time. And and frankly, the reason I like their music is because it's got a lot of harmonies in it, and it's also rock. So you got rock and harmony together, and you just can't go wrong with something like that. Journey is so good uh, as far as the the sound that they put out. So I really wanted to go see them, and the closest they were going to be was Hawaii. Oh, I would have gone. Well, I know you would have, <laughs> but I couldn't afford it. The tickets weren't too bad. Um, but the, the getting there and staying there, would I mean, we could have gone for the weekend to Hawaii, but who wants to do that? Why as well stay for a week, you know? Well, anyway, I just put it out of my mind because we didn't have the money. So it was coming up on our, our 28th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And about two months before that, one of my friends posted on Facebook, who was used to be a kid in our youth group. Now she's... Mm-hmm. Married and has a kid, and she's really cool. She's she's a neat lady. Anyway, she posted on there, I got my tickets for Journey, going to go see him. And I'm like, 
hey, wait a minute. She lives up by my sister in Paulsbo, mm-hmm. Washington. How, where? What? What? Mm-hmm. So I quickly got on uh, Ticketmaster and looked it up, and they were going to be at uh, the White. Is it White River Amphitheater? Is that the? What's the one? Uh, the Gorge. In, I don't remember. No, I think the one there they were going to be at was up by Seattle. Yeah, yeah, it's up by and we it's Auburn, I think. And we didn't really want to drive. Well, it wasn't just that. I think <laughs> I think the, the tickets that were left were way expensive. I couldn't get they any. They were that, just like the real close up ones or something. I can't remember. Really, but yeah. by the time I got there, those tickets were outrageous, and I thought, no, I can't do that. And uh, and then somebody else said, well, you know what? I think they're playing the next night down on the border of Washington and Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I just I quickly got on again. And lo and behold, there was a little blurb that said, yeah, they're going to be there on the 20th. So I looked it up and really hardly without, we hardly talked about it because it was we had to get them really quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought tickets for us. And we said, well, we'll postpone our 28th wedding anniversary um celebration and do it a month later mm-hmm. we actually had Catherine's graduation party on our 28th anniversary but you get this it's actually uh, this is gonna be on the 20th so one it's exactly almost one month from our anniversary mm-hmm. so we bought the tickets they were a little spendy and we got a hotel room and we're driving down and got our daughter's gonna watch the pets for us and we're going to see journey mm-hmm so yeah, I'm kind of excited. It'll be nice. And it's a group that both of us like the sound. Yeah. And... I made you watch the documentary <laughs> yesterday because we were stuck in traffic for five hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, this is why we really didn't want to go to Seattle for the concert because. Horrible the traffic. traffic. Coming home on a, on Friday? a Friday night. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, And we left Seattle about 2.30 or almost 3. And we thought, well, you know, maybe we'll miss the worst of it. But nope. It was a parking lot on I five. Oh my gosh! We went. I mean, just it was crazy. Long time just to go a few miles. Yeah. It took us a long time to get home last night, but um, we had a good video shoot, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, we actually got called at the last minute for a um, a video for a, a group of interns working for a big, large construction company. So we went up and filmed and. uh I actually bid kind of high, and they took it, and we went off to go for it. And, yeah, and uh, I'm glad you bid high since. Well, now, it was yeah, now that eight we hours of we spent traffic. all the travel money easy. Yeah, well, we had to get special boots because you had to have ankle boots, so yeah, we had to, to eat to buy ankle and, boots. And this, the construction site is on a on in a place on Lake Washington called the Floating Bridge. Mm-hmm. And 520 and, floating bridge. And what, yeah, because of the 520 highway. Mm-hmm. So, what they do is they build these big, huge concrete pontoons that float in the water. Which our son builds down here in Aberdeen, and then they float them out to the ocean. And then they float them up to the, uh, to the, wa- to yeah. the lake. Mm-hmm. And they put, them in, they put them underneath the structure, and the bridge is on. T- so, the bridge is a floating bridge. And so, that's where we went yesterday. And got to see it. It was amazing looking. Yeah, and they're just in the middle of constructing a new one because the old one is old. Yeah, so they're putting mm-hmm. a brand new bridge or new pontoons, and I don't know what they're doing with the bridge, but yeah, shall be very interesting. But it was it was gigantic and it was huge, and and we were there and we took film there, so that was a lot of fun actually. To mm-hmm. I like it when I get to do different things. My career is is so much that here I'm on the radio. I'm I'm out taking uh video with my wife. I'm 
I'm doing websites for. I just got a call this morning to do a website. Um, I did a big website launch this week for uh, uh, the city of Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and and uh, just tons of things going. On. And we just got you just did some lines for a uh, a sexual harassment uh, Sorry, training yeah. video, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they needed a lady's voice. So I had you tape part of your voice or tape. I, I use the term tape, but it's really record nowadays because I did hard. with my very sophisticated voice. You did. <laughs> you are funny. But, Not uh, exactly. I have to say though that you have you know, to you have to tutor me a lot. Well, when I do it. it's really interesting. I never thought that um, at this age of my life, I didn't think I would be doing quite what I'm doing now. And I have to say that um, even though it's sometimes a little bit of pressure and a lot of work getting the deadlines, and because I've got to, I've got to fix a, I got to get the video put in today. I've got to uh, fix some videos for a corporation that's selling uh, product. I've got, uh, and you just finished putting a new computer system together, together for, for the, the Baptist for the Baptist Church. Church, and then um, I might even run over to the radio station and record some lines for later on in the week, so that when I'm up at Journey, I don't have to. I got to figure don't out how have to do to all that. Rush home. Yeah, so we'll see, but uh, yeah, I just never thought it'd be this crazy. Well, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I found though. The what? now that. It seems like the last four weeks or so have been a lot more amped up. I'm finding that it's hard to do the things that I would normally have time to do because I'm busy doing the other things now. Mm-hmm. And some of it's good because I don't worry anymore a lot. And I'm not thinking about stuff that is not good for me to think about. But my my problem is, when do I find time to pay the bills or to get a hold of so-and-so? Or, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, my gosh. I, I put... A few little checks in from my cleaning business the other day, and I, I had to text you, um, dear, there's hardly any money in our checking account. Can yeah. you deal with that? <laughs> you know, she was worried, I but there was there was money in my business account. But I just he hadn't just transferred hadn't it over. taken time well, to transfer it over, and then we have a lot of automatic bill pay that take right. it out on the 15th, right? And and they had come out, they take it out, but. But it's like um, it, it caught down really low because you hadn't transferred any money well, out of your business and, account. Well, the way the LLC works, it's a limited liability company is mm-hmm. what LLC stands for. And the way it works is um, basically all the money you make in your business is basically all the money you make personally as well. And But, I mean, you have to have separate accounts because and stuff. Because you're a sole proprietor. But I pay myself out of the business account is how it works. Which basically just means you hope there's enough money to pay the bills <laughs> exactly and you right. transfer the money that, to exactly our right. personal check and account to pay bills. <laughs> sometimes it's scary. And we don't live, you know, we used to live every two weeks by the paycheck. And now, um, I will now get a little bit of money every two weeks because of my radio thing that yeah, I'm doing. working part-time. But, uh, but for the most part, w- when we get paid, we get paid. Yeah. And it was nice. I had to actually, uh, now I ask for money up front for most of my clients uh, for at least half of the job and then get the rest on, upon completion. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the joys of branching out into new horizons. Oh, we, we started doing that when you'd have some, not huge contracts, but larger for us. And and you'd be working for a big company and they would wait six to eight weeks to pay you. And it's like, um, other people would like their, you know, to you know, well, I found out how you do that. I found out how you get paid quickly. Mm -hmm. You get to be friends or you save the boss's butt 
from getting in trouble or for, or make him look really good. Uh-huh. And then all you have to do if you don't get your money right away is email him or call him and say, hey, is there any chance you could get my invoice paid? And in a matter of a few hours, you have your money. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to know the right people. Know apparently. the right people to say, yeah. hey, you know, it'd be nice if you paid the bill. <laughs> well, it's not their fault. The I mean, invoice. that's how big big companies work. Yeah. It, your your invoice gets stuck in the pile. Now, it's, and you know what's funny is the, the tiny companies that I work for. Like, I've worked mm. for this guy that is just... He is just awesome. I mean, if we lived closer together, we would, we would laugh and be in a band together. That's how cool he is, okay? Is he the guy that looks like Jesus? Yeah, he's the guy that looks like, <laughs> Je- like Jesus. Well, at Chris. least how we think Jesus. Well, he has a company called Hippie Boy Productions, okay? Uh-huh. And he does um, video and audio, and he takes pictures in the whole schmear. So mm-hmm. he does a lot of stuff like I do. But he has a contract with a movie theater. And so he takes these businesses that, you know, when you're sitting in a movie theater eating your popcorn mm-hmm. beforehand... And the stuff coming up on the the ads for the businesses and stuff. Well, I I'm the voice or one of the voices. I mean, he hires like three or four different people, but I'm one of the voices for his commercials. Commercials, right? And so, what where, where was I going with this? You're talking about invoicing people. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So Chris is such a cool guy. He's he likes. We have a set <laughs> amount that I do. A 20-second voiceover for he We got it all mapped out. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how he does it. It's so funny. He'll email me. I'll get. He's on the East Coast or back that way somewhere. I don't remember. It's, I think he's three hours like difference. around New Mexico, isn't he? No, that's Alan. No? Okay, I thought he was friends Alan with Alan. is friends with Chris, though. Yeah, so that's why I thought he lived But Chris, Chris, no, he lives... Oh, okay. He yeah. lives further over. Well, I... Okay, so he'll okay. email me at like 5 or, or 4 in the morning, which is 7 here. Uh-huh. And uh, so when I get up in the morning, if I'm checking my email, I'll have a voice or not a voice. I'll have a, a voiceover job from him and it'll have the little text there. You know, I'm supposed to say. So then I come into the studio first thing and record that. And then hopefully if I get around enough, then I send it to him, mm-hmm. MP3. And then a moments later, I get a little no- notification and he always pays his bill just like that. And you know why he does it? Because he's like you, and he knows what it's he's like. A, he's a small business, and he told me he is so tired of people not paying him that yeah. when he has work, he pays for it right up front. And I try to do that, yeah, too, if we, I contract we with try people. To try the do most that. I can. We try to do that, too, because just like like Chris, we know what it's like. Like when you've had a, a lot of lines to do, and they needed many, many characters, and you've contracted oh, out for the video game stuff yeah to do them i pay up front you try to pay them right away too yeah because you know we know how it's like what it's like um i was thinking about the the lady that just had us do a few lines for her uh-huh. um sexual harassment video or program whatever it is about right. um training module or whatever um She's usually really good about paying you pretty quickly too, and, and so you know. Oh yeah, she's great. She's right on. It's it. it's really nice when you when you oh. have a few clients that are really quick about. Well, I finally had to make a policy that at least they paid me for half before I even start, mm-hmm. and that's that's really come to be a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. It it keeps me well. There's something about when you work for yourself and people don't pay you. It hurts your self esteem. It does. You know, I I had a while back. You don't feel valued, do you? A while back, I ran into that, and I I just didn't feel valued. You know, mm-hmm. I I think that's in our society. 
how you feel appreciated and is unfortunately unfortunately is usually getting paid <laughs> well I, don't, I mean i don't think that's something you not you shouldn't expect Except when you do something for sometimes someone. well if you're giving of if you're giving it as a gift yeah, that's different like um like we're we're gonna we're doing a special video project for a friend of ours pretty soon mm -hmm. and i'm not asking for any money it's our gift to them yeah and so I don't expect I I don't expect anything from it. I don't even expect a thank you. I just want to do an awesome job for them mm -hmm. because I love them and I want to give that to them. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. If you go if you are if you're under an agreement well yeah. if you're under an agreement with somebody, I'm going to use my talents and my gifts for you because you want me to. You've hired me to do so. Then I should get my money. Yeah. And when I don't get my money, like I have one client that never paid me, mm -hmm. and I was so worked up over it. Because it was a significant amount of money that I eventually turned it over to collections. They couldn't get the money. And finally, I just had to forgive the guy and seriously go on as soon as I did my business took off. So go figure. Well, you know, that's the thing. I I know a lot of, at least in the United States, and I think most of the world, our, our, our worlds revolve around money. Money, 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 money. Yeah. But... It's interesting how if we can put it in perspective and just be grateful when our bills are paid and, you know, we have our health and things. And if, like you said, to forgive people sometimes that, that owe us money or have done us wrong in business, just build a bridge and get over it because... <laughs> Because you know it, it can hold us back if that's all it we can. think about. Well, and sometimes it puts people, it puts little businesses like ours out of business when we aren't wise in the way that we do things. Mm -hmm. That's why I had to change my policy because now, if someone stiffs me, they only stiff me for half. Mm -hmm. So basically, I I um I get paid for at least the time that I put in up to that point. Yeah. And then if they don't give me the rest of the money, I'm not. Well, because I'm not completely out. Because what we've had a problem. With. I've never had anybody do that yet. So well, not give for, me the second part. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it's a couple of people, but yeah. not nothing significant. Well, and what's been hard is when you put a lot of time in, especially like a video or a song, and it's taken a lot, a lot of time. They use that product, mm -hmm. and then they still don't pay. Then that doesn't seem ethical to me. Well, it's not ethical. <laughs> you know, that's basically but that's my fault again because that's not that's my fault again because I need to watermark my product. My graphics, you know, have something over the top mm -hmm. of them, and my vocal stuff have something underneath the vocals, so it so you know you don't own it yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so yeah, it's it's kind of tricky, but um. Yeah, that's life, and we've we've kind of learned a little bit about business, and I think when we went into it, we just expected everyone to be ethical, and, you know, if they and hired guess what? to do something. Not that... everybody plays by the rules. <laughs> the rules of love. Well, and, you know, honestly, <laughs> I think sometimes it's really tempting, even as a business owner, to do things wrong as well, and, and you have to be really careful. It's really difficult sometimes in the world we live in because... It's not easy doing what you, it's not easy, period. Yeah. And people are always trying to, um, and let's face it, we, I know some people think this is controversial and it's not right and everything, but, but I believe as far as what the Bible says and that, that deep inside without God, I think we do some pretty rough stuff. Even people that 
claim to know God can sometimes do things that are really unethical. And, and it's not, it's not because we're loud. Well, it's, it's because deep inside everybody's unethical without the saving grace of God. Not following the golden rule. Yeah, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And if we're selfish and we're not thinking about how our actions affect other people. Well, I mean, then people say this is and this is how I justify this, because not only does the Bible say that deep inside we're evil without God, if we haven't (laughs) surrendered ourselves to him, you know, but it also um, just in real world things when our kids were being raised and everything, Mm -hmm. you I have not seen our world. You would think that by this time in our society, that there wouldn't be any more war, there wouldn't be any more conflict like that, that everybody would get along because we've come so far and we're such amazing people inside. But you know what? You put two people in a room for a long period of time and they're going to fight with each other. You know, if there's just inherently inside of people, we're selfish. Mm -hmm. And uh, we knew that from, I mean, love our kids as we do. You know, I mean, you could just see it in a little baby even. Yeah. Well, when when our kids were little, I wanted a minivan. The reason why I wanted a minivan is because I wanted to be able to spread our kids out. (laughs) So So they they weren't sitting right next to each other, poking at each other. Um, You know, and and they were they were. And I know know some people don't believe that. I mean, I know some people think, well, human beings are just are good at their core. But our experience and what we can read from, from Scripture and stuff, that, that human beings are not good at the core unless they get help. Yeah. And so, you know, when you receive Christ into your heart, you can still do some bad things, but, but really there is a change that happens inside. And uh, that's, why we, that's why we do our podcast. That's why we tell people about our faith, because we want people to experience what we have. And that is when you... When you have a real relationship with God, not a, I'm not talking about a relationship with church or religion. I'm talking about a real relationship with God where you submit and you give your heart to him, that heart that can do bad things. Then I really, truly, honestly believe if you really believe in God, he will help you choose the right things. And he'll at least give you the grace or the options to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But before that, you don't have that option, really. I mean, you can be a good person, I guess. But uh, deep inside, I know what I'm like without God. And, you know, other people throw things at me, but I know I'm evil without him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. I, how did we get on that? We just I, kind of twisted I, right around to that. I really And that's not even no our idea. subject today. No. no. But it kind of goes with our subject today. It does. Because we're going to talk a little bit about Journey in a little bit in that the the documentary we watched the rockumentary the rockumentary because because arnell their new lead singer arnell does kind of talk about that he does talk about it so it kind of it does go i think that might be a god thing all right well um we're going to uh play a quick little intermission then we're going to tell everybody what people's favorite journey song is from our facebook uh i guess i should look that up and then we will get into our subject Uh, We'll be right back. (laughs) 
so we asked, um, what's your favorite Journey song? And Kim says all of them. Sydney, the zesty, zesty superstar, one of our youth kids, said faithfully. Uh, Dan says none. I don't like Journey. So I wrote back, Dan, really? Do you like country? Like, who doesn't like Journey? I know. Okay, Justin said lights. Oh, I like that one. Wayne, our buddy Wayne, hi Wayne, says, Who's crying now? It takes me right back to the fall of 1981 and things going on during that time. Plus, it's got a real tasty guitar solo at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is Gorgon? (coughs) Corgan. Corgan, sorry. Gorgon. 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 Little dyslexia there, sorry. I'm living on prayer. Wait, that's Bon Jovi. Um, I, I like me both. Who cares? They're awesome. <laughs> Our buddy Alan says, all of them journey rocks. Elaine said, open arms. Barbara says she likes all of them. Mm-hmm. And Chris says, separate ways. Way to go, Chris. Greg says, feeling that way. That's a good song. Elisa says, wheels in the sky. That's my Aunt Lisa. Mm-hmm. Right there. Oh, okay. Hope says, stoned in love. Or stone in love, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michelle says, I love all of them. Ah, uh, very good. And your good friend Tammy says, I love Faithfully. I got to hear them do that when Steve Perry was with the band. My all-time favorite. And Choi says again, open arms. Yeah. And last but not least, at least at the time oh, of this reading. You have more? I, I don't have any more. Megan says, love and touch and squeeze and wheel in the sky, stone in love, pretty much all, all of, of them. them. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's fun. Those those are your favorite Journey songs. I want to go right here on Kicks. <laughs> no. I'm so used to do that. Right here on the Taking With You podcast. We'll be back in just a moment with our subject of the day. I bet they're going to play that song. I hope they do a lot of songs that I like. I'm sure they will. I think that they're not doing this big tour and filling stadiums doing songs we don't know. Well, it's interesting because I think it was last summer or might have been the summer before. I don't know. I was um, cleaning my mom's house and she was watching, I think, the Today Show. And they had um, 
summer concert series. It was a while back now. Every Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. And I got to see Journey perform with with Arnell. Arnell. And I was blown away. I, I think we've talked about this before, but back in the 80s, I went through this phase where I got rid of all of my secular music. Like, and what do you mean by secular music? Ones that that aren't like Christian bands, you know, like... What's, um, what that, do you mean by Christian band? Well, ones that sing about God and Jesus and yeah, 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 pray Bible. That yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. So I, I got rid of everything except for I had one, I had one cassette tape of Steve Perry. Because I just liked his love songs. I liked his melodic voice. It was very pleasant. So I like to, when the, it was a nice day and I laid out in the sun, I liked to play his love songs. They were just really pretty, relaxing music to lay out oh, in the sun. Oh, Sherry, I'm in love. And Hold on. Yeah. As, long as, as Ooh, well as up, being very zealous myself, I happen to have a very zealous boyfriend. <clears throat> Namely, I don't know you're talking about. you, and you found my oh Sherry, um, my Steve Perry's cassette tape. And what did you do with it? I don't know. I was you're talking about. I seem to remember you ripping it apart. You're holding a grudge for 28 years. I think that's pretty sad. It's more than that. It's like 29, 29 years. years. And you know what? Yeah, you I think, love you. Though. You think I ripped it up because of the the God factor? I don't know. Oh, no. I was jealous. You were jealous. I was jealous that you liked the guy with the big nose and feathered hair. (laughs) I have a big nose and feathered hair at the time. Kind of. At the time. Now it just sticks up. (laughs) Yeah. I've trained it to stick up and say, hey, this is my hair. He did have nice hair, but I'm not sure about the nose. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you saw a picture of him now and you went, oh. He's Old. He's old and wrinkly. <laughs> and I had to inform you that we're old and wrinkly. <laughs> yeah. It is funny, though, when we were watching the documentary on Journey, to see all these guys 30 years later. Yeah, because they started they, the band back in the 70s, early Yeah, and 70s. so they, they, I mean, seriously, they look pretty worn. You know, a few of them, I think, look pretty good. What are you pointing at? There's a spider right here. She's pointing at a spider. Oh, go, don't hurt him. He's just having a good time hanging out. I hope he just jumps <laughs> on you. I hope he jumps on you. Um, I lost him. Do you know what's worse than finding a spider in your room? Is losing, losing the spider, spider in your room. Oh, yeah. it's still right there. You okay, can we'll put just it leave out it alone. later. He's fine. I am not a big Sorry, everybody, fan. to stop our podcast because Sorry, of a spider. I don't. It's a just really little tiny one but it's hanging right in front of your monitor and i kind of like him to go outside or something yeah yeah so i'm gonna pretend what, he's not what there we were so talking about was okay. our subject we were getting into our subject except for i found a spider just be thankful i didn't get the flame blower out flame blower i saw somebody burnt their house down killing a spider with hair hair uh, aerosol can oh. and a match yeah. oh really yeah for sure they lit their house on fire uh, like a locally around here somewhere wow yeah trying to kill a spider yeah they must not like spiders that's my don't kill spiders they're nice you can put it outside they may be scary and i, mean, I don't like them crawling across me and i don't really like them being too close to me but you can put them in a cup and put them outside. You can put it outside. And they kill little insects and I, stuff. I don't mind them outside. I just they don't, don't usually like kill humans. Inside. Sometimes. So, well, yeah, if they're a poisonous spider, just be careful. Okay. So 
We were talking about something. We're talking about journey. something. Just something. <laughs> okay, so so uh, yeah, I had you watch the documentary mm-hmm. because we were in that traffic jam that went on forever. I probably used up half of my data for the month on your my bandwidth. Cell phone. Yeah, but yeah, all because I didn't have Netflix on mine. Yeah, so I I did have. And why Netflix don't I have on Netflix phone? on mine? Because I don't have enough room on my phone. Because I still have a four S, and you have a five. And you have too much stuff on your five, phone. Do you have a 5 or a 5S? A 5. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have 32 and gigs has, and I only have and 16. And it has 4G, which we tried. And I only have 3G. I tried downloading the app on your 3G and you didn't have enough room. I know. And it was really slow. and uh. So. Um, I'm looking forward to the iPhone 6. So I had Netflix on my phone. So, so we I went ahead and looked it up and we watched it. So what was your impression? It's called Don't Stop Believing Every Man's Journey. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the quest of the band journey trying to find a lead singer for their band so they could go out, do albums, and go on tour again. Well, in some ways I thought it was really sad because they went back to the origins of their band and how the high price that all the original singers play or players and not just musicians well just singers yeah and they play. and the interesting part was they were really super honest about it which yeah. you know a lot of bands they just want to you know they have a lot of pride and everything and they want to you know be like superstars these guys were really down to earth and talked about how they screwed up a lot of things because they were on the road so much and well, it's, they, it's i insane. mean they made their first million dollars when they were how old not too old yeah, it was back in the 70s. Yeah, and the first year. And they were really yeah. successful for quite a few years. But one thing though, it's the same when we watched the video captains that William Shatner produced. Oh, did about all the different actors. And he did about all Trek. the different actors that played the captains and most of them if they were married, not all of them, but the majority if they were married when they started the Star Trek franchise, they weren't. They weren't by the time they finished and, because and of the, the, the sheer amount of time and, and the and, demanding yeah. hours and and you know there's a price to be paid for stardom <laughs> and I don't know you know I mean everyone has to do this but anyway I thought it was really interesting when. We they found Arnell. Go ahead and talk about that, and then I, I'll what? say my. You were wanting to talk about the video. Oh yeah, well I mean people can watch the documentary. It's mm-hmm. you can get it free on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, not free, but you know what I mean. You pay for Netflix, but you it's you can watch it on there. Uh, but you can also find it other places. I'm sure. I think sometimes on demand if people. I have yeah, yeah. I wanted to get the stuff. DVD of it because I liked it so much. But we find out that we hardly ever watch I know, watch I know. So now we just get it online. And now with Netflix, I can get it anytime I want it. But mm-hmm. Or Amazon Prime. But it was interesting yeah. because Neil Sean, the, the uh, lead guitar player of Journey, was looking for someone to lead, be the lead singer. And so he started looking up everything possible that he could on... Uh, you know, rock singers, lead singers, journey, uh, journey bands, yeah. tribute bands, tribute stuff like bands. that. And he, I guess, he saw quite a bit of really good singers, watched, but nothing. Watched for like days. And then finally, he was going to give up. And the last thing he clicked on mm-hmm. happened to be Arnell with his band singing in, a journey in, song in Manila. Manila, <laughs> yeah, all the way across the world. And he couldn't even believe it was real. And so he he gave it to the management and they looked at it and they were like, 
no blank and way is what you know what we heard on the on that, the video. That's one thing I will say. The, the, the documentary the does documentary have some does have some um, adult words in uh, it. Yeah. So for if you're watching with little kids, just yeah, you, you might yeah. you might not want them to pick up some of the vocabulary. And Journey's drummer is he's he's hilarious, but he's but he has he's, limited adjectives that he uses. That's that's a good way to put it. Limited adjectives. And they start with F. Well, and yeah. S. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, he could use a larger vocabulary, but other than that, and it they're was not a good fire video. truck and silly putty. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, so um, so eventually, Neil Sean, I think it was it. I was think it was Neil Sean that actually emailed, mm-hmm. um, not Arnell himself, but Arnell's greatest fan. Which I think is his cousin. Or I, I don't know. I, he, or, I don't know. But they. But he puts the. Uh, he had uploaded all the videos of Arnell onto mm-hmm. YouTube because he thought he was so awesome. Yeah. And that's how Neil found him. So he actually sent an email, and they had the email. You could actually see it. It was so funny. Uh-huh. And it said, you know, um, this is Neil Sean from the from the band Journey. And this is not a joke. Yeah. At the end, he was like, <laughs> "Please respond. This is not a joke." And uh, then he finally he gave him a, a he got his phone number from this guy. So so Ar- uh, so Neil called Arnell, and Arnell's like, "What, really?" And uh, so they flew him out to uh, meet the band and and try out for the band Journey. And uh, it's really interesting as you watch the the documentary and find that he didn't do that well at first, and then all of a sudden it started kicking in, and pretty soon the whole band fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. Now here's the deal, though. This is why we're talking about it on the podcast. Because this is a guy, Arnell is a guy that had a really rough, tough life. Very tough life. He, he grew up on his parents in Manila, which, which, uh, in the Philippines. And they grew up very poor. Very poor. And had a really rough time and go at it. And then his parents died. Well, I know his mother died his when mom he was died. 12. Yeah, yeah. And then his dad went off looking for work. Right. And when he was like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And... He says, well, I'm going to take your two youngest siblings with me. But I'm just leaving you guys. But, you know, I can't feed you or, you know, take right. care of you. And so you might be better off on your own. So, so. we actually ended up, you know, we won't, we won't tell everybody everything because you got to watch it. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. But let's just say this. He got himself into some really rough places. And then drugs were a factor. and Alcohol. Alcohol. And then he had some, you know, as he got older, he had some, a couple of bad relationships. And... Mm-hmm. And then drugs again, and but More then alcohol again. Yeah, and then um, what was interesting is when they found him, mm-hmm. he had overcome quite a bit of that. And now we're not sure exactly. He didn't say how he overcame it, but he did talk about prayer. He talked about his. He talked about having faith and prayer and prayer and God, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Now he never said if he was. You know, a uh, Christian or, it, it, but he, but it was obviously he wasn't Buddhist and he wasn't um, um, uh, from Islam. He he, uh, it was some type of a thing. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. You have to watch the the mm-hmm. video and see. But it's 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 really interesting. But um, when they called him, he was was he married to her already? The I, lady I was not, I'm not totally sure. I think I think so. he was. Yeah. Anyway, he comes all yeah, the way over. Yeah, because I think he met his wife and she actually helped, helped him, him get out of drugs and stuff yeah. get cleaned up and, and she's stuff. really a neat lady she's very she's not very anything grounded real, yeah, yeah very grounded so uh, it talks about all the different things about the temptations on the road and 
all this stuff. But we follow Arnell as he goes on the tour with them. And he really honestly thought the whole time that he was just throwing a tryout for him and probably wasn't going to go any further than the tour mm-hmm. and, and figured he'd just go home, you know, and just go back to his life. And, and the guys in Journey are like, no, you're part of the band. You're, you're an actual part of Journey. You're not, we didn't just hire you. You're part of us. Mm-hmm. And, and that really had a lot to do um, with the fact that they are gr- grateful that he helped them to revive their career. But also, mm-hmm. uh, they really like him and they're watching out for him because it's a really crazy business. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine? He went from having nothing. And except that he loved to sing and, mm-hmm. and going. And now he's the lead singer of Journey. And this was the kicker for me. And for some reason, it really touched me emotionally. Towards the end of the documentary, they're interviewing, I think, is the manager or or maybe it's it's one of the guys. I, I can't remember who it was. But they, he said, he goes, you know, we, yeah, I think it's the manager. He goes, well, what we do is when we go out on tour, we, uh, we pay, pay the all expenses. the people, pay the expenses off the top. And then what's ever left, we split it evenly between us guys and the band. And, uh, and he goes, and Arnell gets one fifth of it, just like everybody else. And 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 the look on his face when he said it was like, no, no, no. He's not just a he's not just a guy that we hired to pretend to be Steve Perry. He's really part of our band now. He's he's really part of the band. He gets equal amount. Mm-hmm. And that just made it just made my, gosh, it was just a warm feeling of that's so cool. Well, and. It's really, and and Arnell himself says it's like a Cinderella story. Yeah, and I think it meant a lot to us to see somebody who, you know, made a lot of mistakes. He wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. He he had a really rough life, Mm -hmm. and he made some really bad choices. And I think because there were a couple times in his life where he really had lost everything because of drugs and alcohol, he had lost his voice at one point mm-hmm. because of abusing yeah, his, his body. Yeah, the doctor and said. The you, doctor says, "No, you're, you're not gonna die gonna here. You got to stop." Yeah. And he got cleaned up, and within six months, his voice was back. And I think, having lost everything, now that he has been blessed with just the this awesome opportunity, he's very thankful. <coughs> he's very humble, mm-hmm. and. And he talked a lot about, you know, looking away <laughs> because looking away because looking away of what? Because, you know, there's all these women and drugs and alcohol, these all these opportunities to mess up his life again. Well, he said there's a lot of sin on the road and a lot of temptation, a lot of temptation. And he just he chooses to look away because he loves he, his wife. He doesn't want to, he said he doesn't want to ruin anything about his family because he doesn't he want said to lose fam- that. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you have this great success if you don't have your family. Yeah. And, you know, he says And boy, I'll tell you what, if you so can important. get that, if he can get it now, you know, we need to pray for him that he can continue to be strong and stuff, but uh And and for grace for his wife, sure, you know, sure. she's raising their kid a lot of the year by herself, you know. And but, it was really neat to see towards the end of the video he um Goes back to his hometown, mm-hmm. meets the the I don't know who the the lady in charge of Manila, like the president, and she didn't even know who he was really, <laughs> and, and she goes, "So you're a good singer, huh?" And Arnell, here he is, the lead singer of Journey all over the world. Everybody loves him, and 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 she goes, "I I suppose you're a good singer," and he said, "Oh, I'm not that good." <laughs> It's just real humble. And yeah. It's hilarious. Right. But she was in the front row at the concert. 
Oh, yeah. In Manila, along with his wife, wife and his yeah. kid, yeah. I, I know there's another time where someone says, oh, I live in the, the Hollywood Hills next to Steve Perry, and, and you know, I see him every day, and and he said, you know, if it wasn't for Steve, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, you he's know? got a really he cool was, attitude about that, because some people call him, goes, like, a karaoke singer. And, and he goes, you know, he was a great singer. I just He I said just he's a great to, fan of Steve's yeah, as well. Yeah, I just yeah. try to be worthy of um, singing it, their songs. Yeah, so. yeah. So it was, it was really kind of a neat redemption story, mm-hmm. I thought, of watching the 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 uh, documentary and it makes it more and this is the reason i want to not just because i like their music but this redemption story is cool and just the mm-hmm. fact that he can capture that feeling that we had back then when we heard the music i can't wait to see it i think yeah. it's going to be really really fun and it looks like they have just a total blast at their concerts so we're going t- mm-hmm. tonight yeah it's well crazy. tomorrow night this is saturday when we record the program but it goes out on sunday mm-hmm so, yeah, we're headed out to go see Journey. We're going to travel down a um, couple hours from our house. And we're going to check into the hotel and get something to eat and then head out to the concert to see the Steve Miller Band and Tower of Power, which I don't, I mean, they're okay, but I, whatever. But I'm really looking forward to seeing Journey. That'll be great. And we got we got fairly good seats. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not really amazing, but we're at least in the front section. We're on the ground. Um. Well, no, no, we're in, no, we have seats in the front section. It, okay, so there's a section and then there's a section. We're in this one right here, but up uh, right on the end. Okay. Uh, I'm going like this with my fingers. I, you can't see. I don't. <laughs> you know, even with seeing, I don't get it. But that's okay. I'll show you the seating I'll chart. I'll just follow him. I'll show to you the our seats. seating chart. Okay. Okay. So is it raised up a little bit? It's not yeah, flat. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were on the flat part. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, we've never actually since we've been married. We usually get the cheapest balcony seats. Yeah, the twenty-five to forty-five dollars seats. In this place, the the if cheapest you got the 25 seats. Or 45, you have to bring your own chair or sit on the ground or just stand the, ground. the yeah. whole time. Yeah, because we're it's too an old amphitheater to stand the whole time. Kind of thing. So we're thinking, we need chairs. Yeah, so we'll have a chair. <laughs> is it is it a chair or is it a bleacher kind of thing? I don't know. They mentioned bring your own cushions. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? So we'll find out. Well, I have a lot of padding on my butt, so we'll be okay. Well, I will be. <laughs> well, I have more I padding speak on for my you. hair than you do. <laughs> do we need to talk about this? Because I don't really think I okay. want to talk about it anymore. Oh, the things you talk about is you, after you've been married 28 years and yeah. you laugh about. But yeah, but yeah we're looking yeah. forward to celebrating our anniversary a month Yeah, late. so it should be fun. <laughs> but we highly recommend you watch the uh, documentary. As long as there aren't little children around that can. You're getting can, too close to the microphone. As long as there aren't little children around that will copycat the drummer's vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. That kind of thing. You get all worried about that. I just look well, at, you know. Yeah, well. It's. I doubt kids are even interested in it. Probably not. Now, here's the funny part. What? Okay. So, th- my new job or my new part-time job is at a radio station, right? Country. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, my the lady that does the afternoon drive that I fill in for once in a while uh-huh. um, just is celebrating tomorrow her 30th birthday. Ah. And so, I was laughing because I went into the studio with her and my boss was sitting in there and I walked in, I was talking to him for a minute. I said, well, I need to get my stuff done because I'm going to go to the Journey concert on Sunday. And they both stopped for a minute and looked at me. 
And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm going to be there. So here's my country co-host lady, or not co-host, but, but afternoon drive lady. Popular, she comes on right after you. Right. 30-year-old, 30-year-old, here I'm. A little bit older. 18 years older. And she's actually so excited about going to the Journey concert on her birthday. So I said, well, if Amy and I see you, we'll wave. And she goes, okay, that'd be cool. I'll look for you. I doubt we're going to see each other in thousands of people, but you never know. You never know. You never know. I've seen weirder things. Yeah. You could always but wear I thought one that of was your funny. neon colored shirts. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, when we used to take kids Yeah, we'd actually dress concerts, them all in the same color. Yeah, we'd say, okay, everyone, wear, wear your youth group shirts. And we, we would do like bright yellow or bright right. red or bright orange. And then we orange, would be able to see where all the kids were green. sitting in the stadium. We, we picked neon colors yeah. on purpose for yeah. our youth group t-shirts mm-hmm. so that we could find each other. And it seemed to work excellent because uh, we we were able to uh, find our kids. Yeah, especially to find you. That was my goal oh, to find nice. you. Well, I wasn't hard to find. <laughs> Look where the weirdo is. Because we usually would have a be in charge of a different group of kids because we couldn't all sit all together. Yeah, we well, had seventy, eighty kids with yeah. us. But yeah, it was fun though. All right, how do they get a hold of us if they wanted to? They can get a hold of us at takehimwithyou.com. Um, that's email us at rick at takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com. Mm-hmm. You can get a hold of us on our Facebook pages, um, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. You can... What in the world was that? Jade says hi. She's barking at somebody. Who's here? I don't know. Oh, you can also hear me on the radio. Yes. <clears throat> Every day from 10 to 2. At www.kix953.com. How do you spell Kix? K-I-X. K-I-X. 953.com. I I posted that wrong on Facebook the other day because the call letters are actually, or the call numbers are actually, well, the call numbers are 95.3. Right. But on the website, there's not a point until Can't put a period in it, yeah. Yeah, so it's just 953.com. Yeah, kicks, K-I-X. So, yeah, you can listen to me play country music and talk. Like the cereal. Country music? Kicks. Oh, like kicks. I remember the corn cereal. Corn, sweetened corn cereal for kids. Lightly sweetened. Yeah. Our kids ate that when they were little. Do your thing. Okay, this has been a Moira Multimedia LLC production. Wow, did I haven't messed up in a long time. Production. Production. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. And uh, if you want any of the music that was played on today's program, just go to iTunes and download Journey Music. Because Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll let you know how the concert went. Yeah. It'll be fun. Woohoo! We're going to rock out! All right. (laughs) See you next time on the Take Him With You podcast. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train Going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train Going anywhere 
A singer in a smoky room A smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on and on and on Strangers waiting Up and down the boulevard Their shadows searching in the night Streetlights, people Living just to find in the sun Hiding somewhere in the night Working hard to get my feel Everybody 